don't know why fridge requires alarm. I don't know to tell you that your food is cold. I don't even understand, but it requires an alarm. Hi, Bella. So, Alfred and his consorts, Abby cohorts, I don't know what to call them right now. They just kind of, I don't even know how to even complain or explain what has happened. But basically, beginning of this year, well, end of this, end of last year to the beginning of this year has just been extremely stressful for me. Let me say for DJ and I, but also mostly for me. Because I can only speak for myself, really. <laughs> and Alfred came in, swooped in, alongside his his accomplices, and they've just taken so much off me the past couple of days. I don't think I've ever experienced people actively planning on my behalf in this way, when it's not like a party or something like that. This is has just been a different experience, because it has encouraged me to kind of like relax and allow people to do things. Alfred sent me a schedule like two days ago that took effect from yesterday and I even had to start cutting down some of the things because one, I was feeling guilty, two, I was just like, yeah, I don't know how this is going to work, but it was it was such a good plan. Everything didn't go according to plan, but I definitely got what I needed from you guys and I'm just annoyed because I don't understand why you, you, you especially, but my other friends, people just care about me so much like this because I feel like I'm really stressful. You as are, a person. But you, you care about us the same way. So shout out to Zoe's people. As in Zoe's people indeed. You know, the group. You, you know yourselves. I really appreciate you guys. Like um thank you guys for like because like it was really short notice. We just kind of like okay. one, one two phone calls and everybody. No 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 I, and the funny thing is, you know this thing about great minds because when I'm I, I as, as we're doing this as well. As usual. Because when I told um when I reached out to I'm pregnant. <laughs> When I reached out to Ellen, she was like, "Oh yeah, like, I had the same idea." I reached out to Demi. Every so it's but not like has been checking up on me so everybody them. had like we're thinking about how do we just do it so what just pull like-minded people. So friggin' much to me, like even just the thought itself. You know when you know people are thinking about you, mm-hmm. it has like a weird effect on you. Even mm-hmm. before they do anything, you're already feeling like what they've done mm-hmm. or what they're about to do, and I I really feel so good. I can't remember the last time I had a nap. Mm-hmm. In the afternoon, and I've been able to do that. They even trying to force me to go back and sleep. I had to say, please no. I don't know. Why can't forget myself? <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, not go and overdo it. You understand? But yeah, yeah. So, not really a complaint as much as, but kind of a complaint because initially when we spoke earlier in the morning before he sent me the schedule, we spoke in the morning. I didn't hear from him till the night. Mm. I was going to even message him and say, now nah, wow, thank you. <laughs> I could have died during this period of time, and I've not heard from him. Or something just told me to relax, and I'm happy that I listened. I don't usually listen. <laughs> I usually choose war. So nice. I feel like every episode mm. that we've had, you have told us. I'm talking about how warrior. I'm just a warrior. <laughs> and you may think yeah. I'm really a warrior, but I just I just war within my mind. I don't yeah. war with other people, except with other people like DJ. Yeah, because I was I was legit going like that entire day. I spent it like trying to put everything together. Mm-hmm. So by the time I came back to your home with like a plan, yeah, a more concrete plan, which I could tell when you sent it. A list, a very deep schedule. I was like, this is wild. But I'm, and I'm glad more than anything, I'm glad we we're able to execute like a lot of the things that are on the plan. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not. I'm, I didn't really care about the plan more as the result. Yeah, which being able to like catch that meant so much to me as well. Cause man, guys, I'm just tired. Even as I'm here now, I'm tired. But this is a better kind of tired mm-hmm. than I've been. This is like 
and enjoyable and peaceful. Almost like, you know, when you go to the spa mm-hmm. and they've massaged you and you probably fell asleep yeah. during, that's kind of tired I am as compared to just not sleeping, moving around. Like ask mm-hmm. Alfred how I was this morning when he came. A lot of things that I said that I told DJ that said DJ too DJ had no recollection. <laughs> like no way. Both of them had conversation. Whether or not I said it because there's confusion in it. You know, all of that. So, but I'm really glad. This has been a very long intro. At this point, we're not even giving mm-hmm. our food. Mm-hmm. But you guys will be patient with us. Like, I'm sure you guys are enjoying it. And mm-hmm. some of you that are friends, now go and ask your friends, are you really my friend? Mm-hmm. And ask yourself, are you really a good friend? Can you do this for me? One of because one of the things that um, I believe that friendship is supposed to is supposed to help you get through life, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, you know, people always say, oh, just say you carry your carry your load, carry your cross, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But there are some burdens that were not designed for you to carry alone. Yeah, that's why God, when He created man, He said it's not good for man, man to, to be, be alone. alone. True, right? It's not that's the, the essence is community, so that we can all. Nah, do this I really together. felt it. I felt it. You know. And and so yeah, so as much as possible. And the one that I've always learned, there's this Steve, Steve Anambari. He always used to tell me when I was in university. He's one of those people that had a very big influence on my life. Um, wherever you are, shout out to you, Steve. Love you so much. He always used to say that love is give and take, but the giving comes first. Mm-hmm. Like forget about what you're going to get, just give nah. love. And, and it's so much easier to to like kind of see how people love and care about you when exciting things are happening. Mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously, the wedding kind of still just happened. Yeah. And you guys were, like, down for it and all that. But even seeing you guys in this point in time where I couldn't properly really vocalize what it is that I needed. Mm-hmm. But you were still able to do things for me. It means so much to me. Like, it, it makes me feel like I don't always have to be, like, the bubbly one trying to get everything together. Because that's also my personality. It's one of a carer. Yeah. I, I enjoy caring for the people that I love. So it's nice to be on the other side of it. And it's just, anyway, and intro over, please. Intro over. Use that Steve's quote uh-huh. as the, the quote. quote. So let me say it again. You're welcome. Love is give and take, but the giving Make comes first. first. And with that, let's break up. <laughs> <laughs>
probably still do. do. Attract them. So, yeah, exactly. You probably still mm-hmm. do. Man, when I think like when I think of heartbreak, yeah, it takes me back to like secondary school, like secondary school, yeah, and like uni. I remember my first thing that I felt was heartbreak, mm. and it's so funny because it was heartbreak, but I'm the one that broke up. Yeah. And initially, like when you're younger, you don't think that that's what heartbreak means. Like heartbreak is the way that is dramatized in TV mm. and stuff. Is the person that breaks up. Like this person that's broken up with or that's, that is that, dumped. That's dumped. That experiences heartbreak. But this particular situation, my first ever boyfriend. He was not supposed to be my first ever boyfriend. But the person that I actually was supposed to date mm. was not in the same vicinity as me. So I ended up dating this guy. Mm. And we dated uh, like close to the end of secondary school. I remember I even had to ask my mom for permission to date him. Because my dad, rest his soul, before he died, he told me that I cannot date anybody till I'm 18. Mm. So this was now like me turning on like 16, going yeah. on 17. And I was like, and I want to date this person. So I asked my mom for permission. You should give. Yeah, she did. Oh, cute. It was so cute. He's even my, my sister's birthday. Mm. Shout out to Michael in case you ever hear this. Anyhow, so his rendition of things might be different, but I ended up going to the UK for my foundation. Mm. So foundation is basically like for those of you that are either American or Nigerian, Foundation is like a, the year that you take before university, so to prepare you for yeah. university. So in Nigeria, Rems, yes, remedials. exactly, exactly. So I was doing my foundation, and um, eventually I met somebody else there that I was like kind of interested in. So and the relationship was he we never knew when we were going to see each other again. Like he mm. was going to school in Nigeria, oh, and I was going to school in the UK. So it felt like it was such a hard decision to come to. Kind of get to the point where it's like, no, we have to actually break up. But eventually, I got to that point. I was a pussy at that point in time, so I didn't Language is a very, very key friendly show. I was, a, I was a vagina huh? at that point in time, so I I couldn't even How call him to chicken? have that conversation. No, it doesn't have the same effect. That conversation, I broke up with him via text. At the worst. Yeah. That's just. That's the only time I've ever done that, and it's so it's so crazy because. You would think that when you're breaking up, some, breaking up somebody over text is because you don't care about them. Mm. But I cared about him so much that I didn't want our last interaction with each other to be something that was like so, so, so scary. Mm. I remember we, we were both cry- like conversations that we had after we would just be crying. It was really oh. young love. It was like, it was such okay. a painful thing. But I mean, I got over it quite quickly because the, the boy I was actually supposed to date first mm. now came back. Mm. But he was in America, I was in the UK, but for some reason, that, that, that in my, my, both of you my 18, 19, 17-year-old mind. Both of you were abroad, yeah, so yeah. it was better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even though the other one, so <laughs> the time frame was time different. That different anyway, you so at that point in time, I moved on quite quickly because of that. And I realized over the years that that's kind of a pattern that I've had. I never really had anything else besides those two relationships. So the Michael and then the person I ended up dating after him that I really felt were like heartbreak. The rest of them are not me. They, I used to dish it out. You're just, you're just like, like bye, 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 bye. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. So my first heartbreak, very interestingly, was like, uh, was in May of 2010. 
Jesus, you don't remember. I remember. The month and everything. Because Manchester United and Manchester City were neck and neck. Oh my God, Alfred. For the Premier League title. Alright guys, thanks for <laughs> listening to this episode. No, but, uh, kid you not, right? I've been hearing about that heartbreak, the feeling of heartbreak. I didn't understand it. Man City were drawing their match. Right? And they have played 93 minutes. Much like they have won their own game. I wish you guys could see my face right now. I, I don't care about your face. And yeah, everybody that, that watches football, you have heard this statement before from Martin Tyler, Balotelli, now Aguero. Aguero! He was like, what? What is it? Heartbreak. Then after that, at that point in time, Man City just kept on winning and they're no, winning. No, Man City did not keep on winning. Man, you won in 2011 mm. and they came back and won in 20. No, yes, Man came back and won in 20. Man, you won in 2011 and 2013. Okay, and then since then, but we are winning. Yeah. In a constant state. No, no, no. You know when someone has broken your heart and they're not a useless person, they're like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> so I don't really care no more. But but on the real though, um, I've. I've had my heart broken twice by two different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing is that one person broke my heart and I broke up with the person. And the other person, I think the other one was more was more intense for me because like we <clears throat> she didn't intention she's not the one that broke my heart, I would say. I think it's situations because we were together for a while mm-hmm. and her mom did not like me. Mm-hmm. Right? And then in that time she Broke up with me via text, mm. and she broke up with me a couple of days before Christmas. Try people and their timings, yeah. right? And there was one of those things where we had talked Why? about it, and we had said Mosby he broke up with the same uh-huh. girl twice. twice on her birthday, on her birthday twice, and they beat uh-huh. him, and it's very good that they beat him. Uh-huh. But basically, um, I remember because like both feelings were very different, like. First time I experienced heartbreak, it was I understood it because like it's not even it wasn't even a thing of um like it, it felt like a physical pain. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were ripping something away from my mm-hmm. life that I did not want. Yeah. But that first heartbreak, it, it kind of created like a scar that would just never go away. Yeah. Right. And but the second time when when it was second relationship and she she kind of ended it by text, I was. That's the one that people don't admit because of how hard the relationship was. Yeah. Considering the pressure from everybody. It almost feels like my family did not hate disease. her. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. My family did not hate her, but they were not happy guest fans. Like, say, so it was a thing of, um, if this is what our friend likes, you know, that's fine. My sister mm-hmm. was like, okay, we'll be cool with it. My mom was like, okay, we'll be cool with it. But her mom was okay, not happy with it. And she, she was like, Why uh, I don't know. Her mom. See, I don't want to talk about her mom. Yeah. Woman is not, I don't want yeah. to. It's not, it's not a thing, but her mom was able to influence people around us. And so it was a very, very turbulent, difficult, difficult for somebody so young. Right? Like, yeah. And then now... It's going, not like at that point in time, people were even like going towards marriage, marriage or, or anything like, that. like so, that. People were just still trying to get past a lot of things that had happened to you. Mm-hmm. Like there was just a lot going on. Right? So being able to like navigate that... And all of that. So she, I think she was heading back home. She was, she was seven, so she was heading back home. Like, okay, you know, I'll be on holiday. And so she was like, it would be too much for her to like be home and mm-hmm. be dealing with being in relationship. Just like, okay, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And oh god, I cried. I cried not not necessarily not only because I was happy, because I was very angry. 
mm-hmm. you know and then i kind of like put myself in like this position where like this kind of thing will not happen again calamity will not again, before you twice. Uh, you know that will happen again if i see all the signs i'll just emotionally remove myself yeah which is a good thing because now it's not even easy to do not easy to it's do but, like, but now over time even with friendships there's some once there's some signs i just see that's right and i'll just once i just i'll just like okay you know what i'm removing myself from this problem like i can still love you and all of that but you know i just remove myself emotionally once i see those kind those designs or those two things so that's how you break up hmm? that's basically how you break up with people yeah so if i'm breaking up with you that relationship was over like five months ago yeah trust me if I come and break up with you, somebody to do. You know that's such a woman thing to do. Like, yeah, I, like, I, that's a, that's a I don't. Feminine I don't. Thing to do. And that's impressive that you can do that. I don't vocalize that I want to end the relationship. So by the time I'm ending relationship, it's not one of those ones where people are like, "Oh, you can come back." We can't come back because I've said, "I've." Guys, can you see Alfred? When you enter into the studio, you are supposed to have your phone on silent. If it was uh, ordinary president, now he chased me out of uh-huh. the studio and uh-huh. banned me for one year. Is that what they do? Yeah. That is melodramatic. Anyway. Anyway, that's not... It's not... Uh, he's, he should be better than our own show, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not that like this is the issue right now. No, but you never know but it's melodramatic. <laughs> yeah, so basically, my point is, um, I just... I make sure that I've done everything I can do yeah. for that relationship. Yeah. And I wait for the feelings to... So when I'm telling you, there's no... It's not an emotional thing. You can... You'll be crying and... You, and you... And... I, like you I always tell people, like there's no easy way to say this. When I'm saying it, there's actually an easy way to say this. But it you, is better for us to be apart, right? And when the person starts wait, crying, okay, I'm, wait, I'm always, wait. Let's mm-hmm. let's simulate this now. So break up with you. me. I know, I love you too. I break up with me. From a romantic standpoint, from a romantic not from standpoint. a friendship standpoint. So it will be like. So it will be like, hey, we need to have a serious conversation about the future. Oh wow. Okay, I'm all ears. And I'll be like, I honestly don't think this relationship is working. <gasps> Fair shock. If you're being Why? honest with yourself, mm-hmm. it hasn't been working for months. Both of us are going through the emotions. We probably don't feel anything and not compatible anymore. And I don't think that where we are right now, we can continue seeing each other. It's unfair of me to keep you in a relationship where I don't see a future mm-hmm. and I feel like it's loveless. It's unfair of you to, to to feel like I should stay because you feel that way about me. I'm not, I'm in my heart to hear what I'm saying now, but you know that what I'm saying is the truth. You're a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. You'll always be a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And because our relationship ending doesn't mean that I don't love you. It doesn't mean that if you're ever in trouble, if you ever need me, I'm not coming for you. But I don't love you romantically anymore, mm-hmm. right? Damn. It doesn't mean that I, I don't love you. It doesn't you're, you're still my person. Mm-hmm. Like I don't hate you. I don't I don't wish any evil for you. Part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I feel like we both deserve better, myself and you. So I just think it's best we take our time apart. We might, we, we don't have to be friends ever. We don't have to be friends immediately or ever. Mm-hmm. We'll take our time apart, heal from this, and just move on. That's what I think. Okay. So that's I've done that once. Oh wow. Yeah, I always just rip the band-aid off, or I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I don't know that this can work. It's only like very seldom am I at the point at the end of a breakup where I actually care anymore, mm-hmm. like you've said. It's just that with me, I'm in such a rush. Mm-hmm. In a lot of relationships, I would be the person where 
by the time I'm breaking up with you, I already have something else lined up. <laughs> like, mm. there's already somebody toasting me. I'm already starting to catch feelings for the person. So, I just need this to be over so that I can move on. <laughs> the one time that's, that has not been the case is um, with my most popular breakup. Mm. In fact, it depends on what year you met me because I'm sure for certain people I, that know people people that are that are the more popular they, ones they, 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 Different one. people that have followed you at different points that have given me gist of like your... I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like as the years... When I was younger, it was so much easier to break up. Mm. As the years went by, mm. I now realized that I was entering into relationships that were a bit more entangled. Mm-hmm. So it was it would be difficult to like detangle myself from the relationship, which would make it difficult. I would want to say something so many times. I didn't really have as much confidence to end relationships as I did when I was younger, because maybe now I care more about people's feelings, mm-hmm. and I always and I'm always of concerned of the kickback. Yeah, there are other people involved, etc. etc. So what I find is that like the last relationship that i had like a breakdown with hypothetically speaking before i ended up with my husband um it was a situation where a lot went down i feel like we're going to talk about this in an episode actually there was cheating and then there was a breakup he broke up with me Mm. so when he broke up with me i fought to get him back because i felt bad about the way that things ended but eventually, I still had to be the one to break up with him. Mm. So envision that scenario now. How difficult it would be to end that relationship. After the person has already broken up with you, but you were begging them. You're just like, let's try. Like, you know, it will be better this time. pop. And then all of a sudden, like a month, literally a month into this new relationship, you're just like, what the hell? This is not even working. I don't even love this person. Why am I punishing myself? And I feel like that's a lot of the reason why people stay in relationships longer than they Trying need to. Trying to prove to yourself that you're a good person. Yes. And when the relationship eventually ended, like properly ended with me ending it. You were happy. You were I really... cried. Yeah. My chest was tight for a long time, but I felt good. I realized that the heartbreak that I was feeling was the heartbreak I felt from disappointing myself. It didn't have anything to do with the person. Mm-hmm. I was just disappointed in the web of things that I had entangled myself into. And for me, I think that is probably the second biggest heartbreak that I've ever had because mm. I was so disappointed in myself. Mm. It, the relationship brought out so many aspects of me that one, should not have existed, it should not have existed, and two, I just am not proud of. Mm. So by the time it ended, I had to really mourn the person that I was. was. Yeah. So that I can actually start off a new and fresh and clean slate. So yeah, the other heartbreak that I've been through that's a story for another day too. Okay. But now <laughs> that number one, one. Yeah. Hey. Adam, we've gone through the, this mm-hmm. this whole thing, right? Um, we've established that you don't know how to break up with people. Yeah. So tell us how you break up with people, so that that would just be how to not break up with people. Like for example, don't break up with people's children via text. Yeah, no, don't do that. But um, the interesting thing is, don't break not up within an argument. I don't think. The breaking up via text is the worst thing in the world. Me too. Here's why. Because it depends on both of your personalities. And, and it some depends people on that, whether or not you have access to each other. So, yeah, there's access. But if you can text them, you probably can call them. But beyond mm-hmm. that... Um, there, there's no, but at that point there's, there's, in time, there's, I just remember if FaceTime was really yeah, a thing. I know, and there was no WhatsApp. I know a lot of people that more or less cannot express themselves very well. Under pressure. Under pressure they have to write it down. So, 
right? And you're not, you're not making them read the speech to you and then you're interacting exactly. them like... Mm-hmm. Or it now starts feeling robotic now mm-hmm. because they've already planned the speech beforehand. So think about... Sometimes that misses the mark. Think about this, this breakup speech I was giving you now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it went down well because... You don't care. But think about a girl that wants to keep the relationship. Yes, I can't, no, she'll she'll keep, she'll pause, you stop, you beg, you say no, or she'll get hysterical, or she'll hiss, and she'll, she'll not get angry. Like, she'll so say, you can't, you're breaking up with me, but I'm not breaking up with you. Yeah, you, you can engage different types of, you know, reactions. So, yeah, um, don't... So, let me go to how to not break up with people. Mm-hmm. Don't break up within an argument. Don't break up within an argument. If you break mm-hmm. up within an argument, and when tensions are very high, like before the breakup actually comes, the likelihood is that you are going to have to reunite... Mm-hmm. and go through the process again mm-hmm. I've realized that that when you break up when things are heated forget it, you will get back together mm-hmm. again don't break up in that situation don't break up because you're not sure yes, don't break up Yes, don't break up based on not being sure people really underestimate the fact that you cannot be sure of every single thing in your life every single time this, every single time just because you're not sure of your relationship at that point in time is not enough grounds, in my opinion. Let me say it here. In my too. own opinion, it's not enough grounds to break it up. Mm. Like at the point in time when you feel like you're not sure, what it is that is required is actually vocalizing things, itemizing things, and seeing them outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's another story for another day. Too. And then if you are, if you are, I've learned, I learned this thing last year. If you are with somebody that you cannot trust enough to say, see, man. I'm in this place where I am not sure. I'm not sure you should be with that person. I because agree. I feel like the, your partner should, should make you feel safe enough to tell them that see, it, and it's not like... Because here's the thing. Your feelings and your thoughts are two very different things. And we have to it's learn true. to separate them. It's true. You can love somebody and not be sure. Yeah. Right? And you can be crazy about somebody. You can want to be with somebody and not love them. Yeah. So you can tell them that, see, I love you. But right now, I am just mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. And the person can allow you... The person should trust you too enough to allow you to go through your process. Mm-hmm. Right? And then see where you land. So, don't so what are your thoughts on taking space in a relationship? Um, it depends. Like, taking a break, a break yeah. I don't buy. Right? Mm-hmm. But taking space and allowing somebody to figure themselves out. So What's the uh, difference? So, the difference is that we stay committed to each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Emotionally and mentally. Yeah, you're just not but when we, don't have to, yeah, we don't have to go through the, the required the motions of the relationship. So, we don't have to go on dates. We don't have to go to events together. Mm-hmm. Even if we go to the same, do that same event, we don't have to that's actually be company, 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 company. Mm-hmm. Like go through your process and all of that, but respect the fact that we have a romantic relationship. Relationship, mm-hmm. and, I'll, I'll, and, and I'll do same, mm-hmm. right? But go through your process, okay. like yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and what else do I have to say about how not to break up with people? Um, don't blame them, regardless of how guilty they are. Don't blame people. Yeah, that's like, true. That's one thing that I think has been consistent in a lot of my breakups mm-hmm. is that I try to, I try to take the blame, take even if I feel like it is their fault, because I'm the one that then has made the step the breaking up to end the take relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't end a relationship based on somebody else's perception of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't end a relationship based on comparison. Mm. So comparing your relationship to how you feel like a normal relationship should be. What is a normal because, relationship? Exactly. How a relation... Comparing your relationship to what you see other people doing or in their the, relationship. The utopian idea Or what they present. What they present. In their relationships. Make sure that when you're ending a relationship, you're ending it for yourself. Because you feel like, one, you can do so much better. Two, both of you are just not great for each other. And right. that's all. That's all. Mary has a little lamb, baby. <laughs>
Baby! Okay, okay so... It's just unfortunate, so eh? The, the way that our, the ages that we're at now, mm. it's so much easier for us to have these conversations and they will not be as spicy. Mm. I remember, like, having conversations about heartbreak and about relationships when I was much younger. Mm. And when I look back to them, so cantankerous, so controversial. Uh, so spilling deep. the tea. I feel like now, feel like when like you get older... Mm-hmm. On the subject that you know older, nothing you, about. You, exactly. When you're older, you kind of realize that, man, this thing, there's no cut and dry. There's no cut and dry to this situation. And that everybody, at the end of the day, even people that are bad in their relationships are really just trying to do the best that they know. know. That you know. It's what you know that you can replicate. You know? (laughs) You know? (laughs) No, because seriously, because you see a lot of manipulative people and then I always tell them, go and find out. They have one manipulative parent. Mm -hmm. So, you see, there are certain certain people that shout at aggressive and you find out that their parents were for... All intents and purposes, abusive people. Mm -hmm. It's it's just so if you have a father that flogs you every three days, for example, and they tell you that your father loves you, nobody will love you, or your mom is somebody that when she gets upset, she insults you, Mm -hmm. and they tell you that oh, uh, they tell you that oh, nobody can love you like your mother, nobody can love Mm -hmm. you like your mother. How are you not going to go into a relationship and be kind to that person person. when that's not the example of love that That you you grew up in? That's why. So aside from that, now. Mm. We've helped with how to break up. Yeah, we're going to get over. No, how do you break up? We've talked. We've talked about how to how not, not to break, to how break not up. How to break up? So and do the opposite up. now. Do what Alfred said. So Sit personally, down, like one, be honest. Yeah. Two, be respectful of their feelings. I mean, as best as you can. Three, acknowledge their feelings. Up, you are angry. You are angry. Also, acknowledge their feelings. Like it is okay for them to be angry, and they don't like. Oh, we are breaking up, so I don't care about. Your feelings. But you have um, to get to a healthy amount. To a healthy amount. That's why I didn't say like, just disregard, but acknowledge that it's okay. Yeah, like, it's angry. True. Acknowledge, acknowledge their mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. Take responsibility. Breakups become an uh, become a an argument sometimes. Like I've seen situations where somebody cheats, and that the, the person that was cheated on comes to break up and they're like, hey, you made me cheat. Mm. That's fine. I agree. I take responsibility for making you cheat. Mm. That's fine. Let's break up. Mm-hmm. You understand? So Take responsibility and then move on. Move on. Move on. When I say Try move on, this is what I talk How's about. Move on is a different. Don't kiss and tell. Don't go and tell people about what the other person did inside the relationship. How the person is not handling the relationship. That's really problem. hard, though. Good. That's really hard, especially for women. Don't be a Bella's ex. Jesus. She, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Don't don't do that. Like just keep it moving. I'm actually finished. Is Bella's ex was me? No. You don't one of your exes now. No, as in this, am I the Bella? Mm-hmm. I'm finished. <laughs> ah! But the person, but, but because don't 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 be you get, yeah. especially because like you, you and somebody have something special. Between, you have something special. Whether whether it ends or not, however it ends, mm-hmm. you still have the responsibility to protect to protect that person as best as you can. Until the point in time that they've made it abundantly clear that they don't require any kind, any of, kind protection of protection and or respect. Oh, best not become off. Yeah. You're nah. right, because I have experienced that. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't even just been once. I think there's only ones that you're really aware of, mm. Alfred, but I have experienced that. Nah. And no matter how it is that relationships have ended, maybe because they've ended more on my terms, I've always kind of been on good terms with people that I've ended relationships with. Mm. But I find that sometimes the fact that I'm on good terms with them or that I'm free with them also causes an issue because it now makes them feel, I guess, more upset about it because I'm not angry. I don't really know. 
but I've had I've, it's not only on one occasion that I've had exes, and I mean it's a double standard because or it's it's a disservice to men because we just assume that because they are men they can kind of get over things easy, and not yeah. feel the need to like vent to every single person Perfect. that needs to hear it, but I mean. I think in the world that we live in, it's okay that men vent. I just feel like you should vent in a way that is respectful. I think because no, I think because respectful. men because on, because men are not the world doesn't make it safe for men to vent. Yeah. So they don't know how to go about. It. So women they have been venting since they were six years old. Mm-hmm. So they've learned how to do it respectfully. They've learned it. how yeah, to choose. Men to feel like they men, have to paint you to be the bad, bad person, person, right? When they like, are venting. Like I always tell you, with my, with my own relationship, I've never I've never gone outside and painted the person as completely. Evil. I'll tell you this is this is where me I messed up. This is what me I did wrong. This is what yeah, I painted wrong, somebody right? to be evil because no, no, no. it was the, abusive. So yeah, was so that evil. one is different. I, I, no, I don't. <laughs> it was the, if I like with time, out of, I don't have to go out of spite. Done. No, yeah, like, they, they did this. I also did this. So mm-hmm. they, they more been, like a factual situation yeah, than trying facts. to sway people. Yeah, don't spill facts. You know. Um. So now that we established that, we're going to talk a little bit about how to get, get over. over a breakup. Whether you are the one that is dumping or yeah, the one, the that, one has that, been is, dumped. that has been dumped. Pray. Yeah. Y'all think I'm playing, but pray. That has been... So if you follow me on Instagram, you hear me talking about it a lot because more recently, I haven't experienced any romantic breakup, obviously, because I'm married to my husband and he has to be with me till he dies. He, he ain't got Yeah. But I have experienced... Um, a couple of like friendship breakups in the last three years. I said almost exactly three in the last mm-hmm. in the last three years. And one thing that has helped, at least with the ones that really affected me, because we will not say all of them affected me. The one that affected me the most, what that what helped with that one was constantly praying about it. Because heartbreak legit is like a physical pain. Like Alfred yes. said in the beginning, like you can feel it in your chest. It's like a tightness. Anytime you think of the person or you see anything that reminds you of the person or you just feel alone in a space that that person would ordinarily feel, you feel that way. And it might not even be that. Like for, for my most recent heartbreak, it was not a thing of, oh, I miss the person so much. As much as I felt shortchanged in our relationship. I mm. felt like the relationship ended so abruptly that I gave so much, but I didn't get a chance to receive mm. Mm. Almost like I invested so much, but I didn't get a chance to receive my dividends. And what made it so much easier was praying about it. You would think that praying about it means that it's constantly on your mind. But it's actually, every time you pray about it and give it up to God, you're giving another aspect of it away. And I feel like another thing tying into this is you have to be honest with yourself about how you feel. If you are pretending odishi, 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 romantic breakup, friendship breakup, you're pretending, breakup. Uh-huh, you're pretending that it doesn't matter to you. You are doing yourself. You are actually doing yourself because you cannot heal from something unless you know that you are going through it. And unless you accept, because human beings, one of the blessings that we have is actually the blessing of self-deception. Yep. We can really deceive ourselves. That we're fine. That we are fine. There's nothing wrong. But it's also obviously such a big curse. Because it puts you in situations where you do not need to be in. Mm-hmm. It's better to be honest and open with yourself. Put it all out there. Man or woman, if be you want to vulnerable, cry, As in, be vulnerable. And then you can actually start the healing process. I don't believe in closure, personally. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you have to receive closure from the person. Let me not say I don't believe in closure. No, there's closure. I believe in closure. You don't have I to. Don't, I don't feel like have to the person... Mm-hmm. What I've realized over and over in arguments, in breakups and ETC is that... Whatever I think, whatever it is that you think that you will receive when you tell somebody what they've done to you, 
it can never match up. Get it? Mm. Even if they admit that they did it, it you you have so much time to like visualize in your mind. I'm gonna tell this person something. They will now burst out crying and be like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> Even if they do exactly what is that you think, I, the effect it, it has can it has never no be the same because you spent so much time building holding up. on. Yes, building it up that the effect can never be the same. So for me, I don't believe in closure. Doesn't mean that I don't feel like you should never talk to the person again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you should not go to the person in the hopes that something that they say will make you feel better. And it's difficult to do because there are lots of breakdowns in relationships. There's one party that kind of doesn't really know what is going on. Mm -hmm. Like, you you have so many unanswered questions. But what it is we need to learn how to do as adults is live with the fact that there are so many unanswered questions. So, let me tell you, I I personally believe in closure, but not in the way you see. So, this Mm -hmm. is what I think people do. So, imagine I'm running... I'm walking past and there's, a, there's an exposed nail and it pierces my skin. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back to that nail and bring my skin again mm-hmm. and say, see, mm-hmm. and expect that the nail will retract. Yes. Most, or you want to bring a hammer to make sure that nobody, what, what are you going to do? But what, that's, that, that wound or that injury that has created, if I treat it, if I allow it to heal, over time, there might be a scar, there might not be a scar, but that place will close up. Mm-hmm. And that's what closure is. I feel like you get closure from healing. Yeah. From not allowing the relationship affect you anymore. There's no way that... I, I, I believe that if you ever truly love somebody or something, it will change you. So, yes. Mm-hmm. You will change, but it's not going to... Like, you're going to heal and you're going to be able to move on. It will not continue to affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is, please, as much as, you, as much as humanly possible, don't use other people other people's children to, to heal. Rebound. Don't get you a rebound. Right? Don't use other because emotionally you, or other because you, what you do is you create and you create a loop of hurt that you mm-hmm. that, so you 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 go on you go and hurt somebody that person goes on to hurt another person. Sure. You simply because so so other people take you know the brunt of someone else's of someone, what somebody else has done to you. Get. Then another thing is celebrate what you had. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. Like so, you had a relationship for eighteen months. Yeah. It deteriorated over three months, and then you guys broke up. And you just focus on those three months of pain. Yeah. You don't focus on the eighteen months that was good, the lessons you learned, the mm-hmm. better person you became. A lot of people just focus on what was bad at the end. They don't focus on what was good. And and that has really that really helped me in my last two relationships. Like it was it was really easy for me to like, okay, yeah, it was not good at the end, but I really, really liked being with this person. Yeah. I really felt loved. They had this a lot of good times. Lots of people don't allow times. themselves to even think of the good times they've had with other people. It's almost like I forgot it. It's almost like they feel like doing that invalidates it's their true. new relationship or invalidates Ooh. the fact that they've moved on. But good experiences are good experiences, regardless of whether or not the people are still in your life. They remain good experiences. So I can look at the person. So I can see the person tomorrow and not feel. Yeah, so feel some semblance of love. It might not. It might not be. I want to be with you. Be, yes, yeah, but, but it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I can vouch for you that you're so you're a good person. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you treated me good before. Yes, mm-hmm. you treated me bad, but you know. And this one is something that I am always teaching people, and I and I'm learning it myself. In ways that you cannot understand but there's no time frame to healing mm-hmm. it may take you two days it may take you two years but give yourself time yeah you know 
Excuse me, you'll not be doing other things in between. Yeah. You can still live your life, but just take out time regularly to to touch on that part of your life. See how it's going. Talk to yourself. Encourage yourself. If there are people around you that you can trust, let them encourage you as well. What I've learned over time, there was a point in time that I used to get tired. I used to tire of people talking to me about certain situations over and over again. Because I realized how therapeutic it is for people to repeat things over and over again. And if I if I have the patience, and if I feel like it's something that's worthwhile to listen to over and over again, sometimes I'll even be the one to ask you mm. to speak about it. I have like people that, like you, that I'm extremely close to that. Even if they talk to me about the same thing 200 times, mm. I will still be there. And I might not act like this is the first time I'm hearing it, but you will know that I'm not frustrated yeah. to have the conversation over and over again. So try and confide in people, but make sure you choose people that genuinely care yeah, about sure. you. Don't, anyway, friendship is a, a topic on its own. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll address friendship, but before Bella gives us her Bible verse, not chapter. It seems like maybe no, it's just a is a, This verses. one is a, yeah, it's just three verses this time. <laughs> okay. Before she does that, please, I'm very curious, right, this episode. Uh, on our Agony on slash Uncle episode, we're going to read that stuff. Please send us via DMs on via uh, email. Send us your wildest breakup stories, whether they were dumpy or you were mm-hmm. dumpy. We want to read that mm-hmm. a couple. We just oh want to gosh, see. That was, actually be so we're going to read funny. them anonymously, but we will actually want to. We actually want to read out a couple and just analyze them yeah. for part two of this. Yeah. So w- when we see it, we'll be like, okay, this is how to break up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the dream. Yeah, that I would have break up with flowers and chocolates. And I would love stuff. to be broken up. So, we are, so maybe because of that, we are going to create a, a breakup hamper from Barefoot Gifted. We actually should. <laughs> we it. actually had a breakup card when we first started. For Valentine's Day, we had a breakup card. <laughs> because, I mean, we have to celebrate everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the breakup can be the best thing to ever happen to you. Anywho, guys, before we leave, um, the verse that I have today is actually something that I read in my devotional. There's a devotional that I've been doing. I'm doing it mostly by myself, but every once in a while, if DJ is there, I'll do it with him because it's is about it marriage. It's online. Okay, so we'll put the link. Yeah, it's on the Bible app. On this description. So yes. You can just and just in case, it's called Be Intentional in Your Marriage. So this is Galatians 6, verses 1 to 3. As usual, I use the message unlike some people. Live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day is out. Stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed. Share their burdens and so complete Christ's law. If you think that you are too good for that, you are badly deceived. And um, I feel like, especially when you are a confidant mm-hmm. to somebody and i don't know why it came to me i just remembered this when we're doing when we're close to ending this so it mm-hmm. wasn't something that i planned from the beginning but mm-hmm. i think it's still very applicable because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it is unfortunate but a lot of us people go through the breakup and there are people mm-hmm. that also go through the breakup alongside you it's important that you're surrounded by the right kind of person and this these are the things these are the attributes that the right kind of person around you should have Mm-hmm. Not in a place of judgment, somebody that is willing to pick you up, somebody that you know, like you can trust entirely because the person has your best interests at heart. They are willing to celebrate with you, and I feel like this ties into this will tie into a really good friendship episode. <laughs> I mean, we already have kind of a friendship episode that was like our first episode, but mm-hmm. this one is we outside of us. Mm-hmm. But it is so important 
when you're in a situation to help somebody receive closure, when you're with somebody that is going through something, to really think about them. It might be so easy being on the outside of a situation, thinking that you know better and you will do things differently. But you do have to be so sensitive about other people because you can be in any situation. I learned that earlier on in life that you can't look down on people based on the decisions they've made because you don't know what led them to that point. And at any point in time, you can make decisions that can lead you, you down do. the same path. Land you in those same places. So, yeah. You know, the Bible says that. That's what Mary. <laughs> you know, the Bible says that the spirit is one. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, you know, I was talking about um, being what God defines. I said there was a verse in the Bible that talks about carrying each other's burden. Mm-hmm. Read verse 2 of the same Galatians 6 from NIV and see what it says. Mm-hmm. Carry each other's burden, and in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. There so, you go, guys. So. You're welcome. <laughs> You're resident prophets. <laughs> we do these things, you know. <laughs> That's actually crazy. So, as Pastor Alfred Black or Lajjie will always say, Hey, my fave. <laughs> you've got this. God bless you. Bye! <laughs>